You are listening to the Cyphedeli Podcast, episode 101, Pimp My Ship. The Cyphedeli Podcast contains adult content and mature language. In this episode, we talk about what happens when your starship is not the flagship. And how, you know, you might let a couple things slide. Enjoy. Telling me you didn't like Sarah Connor Chronicles. Why? It's fucking boring. It's why. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Giant robots trying to kill people, car chases, yeah, and explosions. And I never made it that far. I got through about the pilot in episode one or whatever that is considered episode two. No, it's fucking boring. Next. I'll grant you that part, episode two is a little slower than the pilot, but a pilot had everything you'd expect from a Terminator TV series, so... <laughs> I, uh, explosions, car chases, robots, heads flying, uh, endoskeletons, wow. uh, future timey-wimey I guess you're right, stuff. I did watch it. What? I completely missed that, I, I was talking over that. I said, I guess you're right, Brian. I guess I did watch it. I didn't so, watch it. What do you mean to say? It. That's well, the first I, I episode. The, you watched the first episode, first though, right? First episode, that's what I'm talking about, yeah. so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I have to admit, I... And that, I, that, was, uh, that was a fair little bit ago that that happened, right? Oh, yeah, that uh, show's old. That was, what? So being able to six, seven years, really, seven. you know... Uh, narrow down why I didn't give a shit about the show at this point. I don't know. At some point, I stopped watching Sesame Street and Mr. Rogers. I'm not sure I could exactly tell you why. Uh, uh, see, I can tell you exactly why. I stopped watching them, but... <laughs> yeah, Steve, I think you're fucking up. Uh, I, think, I think what you're supposed to do is when you don't like something, you're supposed to write it down, you know, have a log... Have that log cross-referenced by uh, keywords so that you can just look that up and say, no, 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 this is why I don't watch that show anymore. I guess would be a good spot me, to start that log, huh? Uh, I guess when somebody comes along and pisses on your favorite, uh, one of your franchises, you usually have a reaction to that, and it usually sticks with you a bit. Most people who saw as Terminator it Salvation piss on remember anything if you exactly don't why it, it sucked. <laughs> so. It doesn't piss on anything if you don't watch it. All right, all right. I, I didn't. If Terminator's not your thing, then it probably just flew through, flew in. And oh, out, I so. see. Well, if you don't already know, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you because it's a secret. Hey, you know, if you just don't, if you don't like cool things, I mean, that's cool. That's a that's a life choice. That's valid, I suppose. We, I, I won't judge you for that. Uh, to your face. Uh, I'll wait till you're not on the podcast. We talk a whole bunch of shit about you. Um, 
What what podcast is that? Oh, the Sci Fidelity Podcast. Welcome. This is Patrick. This is Steve. This is Brian. And uh, we are down to Michael's. Oh shit! We were going to mention that he wasn't. Yeah, here. Michael couldn't yeah. join us tonight. Completely slipped my mind. So, I, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's it's cool. I'm sure he'll be back at some point. Um, will we notice? Ah, who knows? Well, I, I'm going to try to be big and take up a lo- and loudmouth and take up some space to make up for our missing friend. Holy so. shit! <laughs> oh, that's awesome! Wow. Okay. Sorry. Go I, I ahead. I don't know Brian. if I can fill shoes quite that big, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a try here. So I like I like how he's tap dancing now. I know that's good. that's good. No. I kind of want to shoot at his feet to make him keep dancing. I don't... Uh, what, what was that shit you were talking about, Michael, again? I don't... <laughs> uh, oh, fuck it. It ain't like Michael listens to the show anyway. <laughs> we pretty much say whatever we want. Uh, oh, that is a good... That's, uh, a, that's a true fact, sir. It's a true fact. Yeah. So, anywho, we were... Uh, we, we, it's, it's been so many episodes since you heard Brian's voice that we decided that we would just let Brian talk about whatever bullshit, I mean, whatever <laughs> great content came to his mind. So now we're going to shine the very bright audio spotlight on Brian. So any pauses, any dead air, that's all Brian. That's not part of the rest <laughs> of us. That's uh, that's Brian fucking up. So just say, no pressure, Brian. Go. Okay, you, know, okay. you know what that is. Yeah, that's, that's Brian. He catches the ball. And goes, so this is the ball, huh? <laughs> so, in season three of The Next Generation, they uh, removed the piping on the uni- Starfleet uniforms. And I was wondering, no. Um, actually, is I want to talk true? about video Did games. I, I didn't actually know if he was if he was serious or not. I, I seriously thought we are going to have a uniform discussion on fucking Next Generation. You know what? I shit myself a little bit. Uh, Wow. <laughs> no, actually, I guys wanted to ask to talk to you guys about uh, video games. Uh, Artemis, uh, the bridge simulator, the Star Trek bridge simulator that is not Star Trek because they do not are not licensed by Star Trek, and it's just a coincidence that it kind of looks like a Star Trek bridge. So you're damn right. That's not Star Trek. Don't get anybody sued. Yes, it's not Star Trek at all. The not Star Trek bridge simulator. Exactly. Uh, so, Patrick, you said you had played it? I had played it, yes. I played it a couple times. So you just played it, right? That's why you're bringing it up? Yep, yep. I tried it a week or so ago, and uh, yeah. Uh, it made me want to go so put my uniform those, on. Those that don't know what Artemis is, would you give us an explanation? All right. It's the best thing ever! So Artemis is a blowjob from uh, very attractive women. All right, that's good to know. <laughs> I have not played that game. Uh, it turns out um, blowjobs from multiple. I understand attractive the women. reviews are pretty good, though. Yeah, well, if I'd have understood that, I would have. Uh, I would have not misspoke earlier. Um, anyway, no. So Artemis, since I should let Brian stumble with this, but no, for the sake of the listeners. I care about you listeners, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick this ball up. Artemis is, uh, 
a bridge simulator. It's basically you get like five laptops and each laptop has a station and you can hook them all together and uh, you have one person calling the shots and he says, okay, take us to, you know, quadrant 12 or whatever. And then the person who's playing the helm has to, you know, go to the ship and, you know, set the heading and set the speed and all that other stuff. And then when you get there, you have to fight somebody. So somebody has to act. So somebody else whose job is weapons has to turn on weapons and, you know, fire the weapons and activate the shields. Engineering has to allocate power to everything. So, you know, everything works because for whatever reason, these ships never make enough power to do everything all at once, you know, like well, the car actually, does, but whatever. I, I was actually impressed with one aspect, that, that particular aspect in that, it's clearly the, the game was clearly inspired by uh, a star uh, loosely inspired by Starfleet Battles, which is a tabletop game. You play with hexes and little starships, and you move them around. And each starship has a sheet, and a huge part of the game is choosing how you're going to allocate the ship's power each turn, so that then you play out the turn, and you hope that as the turn plays out and your battle plan meets the the, the actual reality, that you have the po- you put the power in the places where you need it to be to make the turn play out the way you want it to play um but in that game me i always used to say well wait a minute this is ridiculous you don't have enough power to run all your systems at 100 percent that why why is why not um in the computer game in artemis they actually you can run every system at 100 percent it's just you have the ability to overclock or overpower things for short periods of time. And so the end, and if you do start overclocking some of the systems, like putting, overloading the warp drive or overloading the phaser beams, um, then you start running into problems of not having enough power to run the other systems. But it's only because you're putting in too much power into this system or that system. Um, but the system will perform with better performance until it overheats. Um, and so the engineering job is to, uh, is to overpower the systems that you need right now that you need that extra kick for, um, and to distribute coolant, uh, so that you can keep those systems overpowered without having them overheat and yet not get caught with your pants down in the impulse engines or maneuvering thrusters or the shields department. So, um, well, because that you put too much a change since when I played it, because when I played it, uh, if you run everything at 100%, you, you can run everything at 100% for some period of time because your ship had energy stores, but you'd be pulling from your energy stores. And then when your energy stores were depleted, then, you know, then it's back to juggling back and forth between, you know, phasers and engines. So that might be something different. I haven't played it in like a year or two, so I, I would assume oh. that they would have, uh, there have been some revisions, but. You do have a fuel tank, and when your fuel tank is used up, suddenly you have almost no power for anything. But you're basically just don't want to get caught running out of gas. Period. You keep hitting a star base every ten minutes or some ten or fifteen minutes in the game. Um, you so, need, you know. So to expand on the explanation of the game, you still need five or six people to play the scenario because there are different stations. Yes. There are um, different and stations. And these different stations can, have different roles. Yes, but you can link them together. At least when I played, you could uh, you could have somebody monitoring two stations, but you really couldn't have somebody. And but and if they were these seldom used stations, right? So communications wasn't used as much, and 
what was the actually communications was like the only one that you could pretty much put on and put on top of somebody else because that isn't a I'm constantly looking at my screen type of job unless you're hailing star bases or hailing other ships frequently. Well, um, the um, you could like the captain and helm didn't go together too badly, so that because the captain technically didn't have anything to do except look at his status display boards. So having him steer the ship wasn't worked fairly well, I thought. And you're right, communications was you 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 can actually play the game without having anyone man communications, but you lose some of the benefits of it because um, if you have somebody running calm, they can do things to make things work a little better for everybody else, but. Uh, it's very much a teamwork game, which is what I, I loved about it. I thought that was very clever, um, that it, it requires somebody, a, a leader, pulling everybody together and keeping everyone on the same page while the game is being played. Um, otherwise, you know, your ship is running inefficiently, and if you're playing on too high of a difficulty level, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the game is everywhere now. When I first heard of this game, uh, it was, you had to go to the author's website and download it. Um, but now things on Android and it's on steam and it's everywhere. Yes. I would point out if you go to the official website, they've got this like very expensive, uh, multiplayer version of the game that you can purchase on the, 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 the Artemis website. They do not have the single player version of the game available which strikes me as very odd that they have their main website doesn't sell probably the most popular version of the game. Uh, it, which is like, if you go to steam, it's like seven bucks or something. Um, and you, what happens, you get your group of players together and each person buys the $7 version and then you all network on the same group and play together. Yeah, I'm sure I'm tearing up the terminology just looking at Steve's face and he's like, oh God, that sounds awful. So. I'm just confused because I don't think you have the right words. Yeah, no, uh, that's what I just said. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so yeah, buy it through Steam or at least don't buy it through the main website unless you want to pay, pay for the, the six-person version of the game. Oh, oh no. okay. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Do you mean that there's a way to play this game on one computer with everyone huddled around it? Well, you can buy uh, buy a version of the game that lets you play just one station, one or two stations, or maybe even I, I don't know. Perhaps you could put all the stations on one on one terminal, but it would be a nightmare to play. Um, but then you can hook up with your friend who has also paid seven dollars, and then the and and your other friend who's paid seven dollars, and the three of you can all play one game together because each of you have put in thrown seven dollars in and bought the game, yeah. the, the one person version um, of the game. I get that. Or there's like a six player version of the game which gives you well, you what can does run that it mean? off your. I I know I don't know. We didn't try the six person version. No, it was like, no, 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 no. So if it's on if it's on Steam, right? So you go to Steam. There's, um, you know the way you know what Steam does, where it's like if there's a if it's a multiplayer game, they'll say, hey, you can just buy like the one seven dollar version, or if you want to buy enough so that everybody can play as many people can play as is possible, which would be six. Then it's we'll just give a you a pack discount. of licenses. So it's a pack of licenses, right? So there's the one, there's okay. a single license, and then there's a six, there's six licenses, 
right? Okay, and which I is cheaper that. than the end indiv- than buying six individual licenses. So that's what it is on Steam. I don't know. I haven't been to their official web web page, but you know, the, the website just sells the six pack. It doesn't have the individuals. Well, which kind of makes sense because that's kind of well, okay. You it doesn't can't do it without it. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to just play engineering by yourself. That would that would suck ass. They got to acknowledge like, that you need or should have six players. Yeah. And that's the that's the one thing about there's one thing about this 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 Artemis brings back the good old fashioned LAN party where you all mm. have to have you all got to have your laptop and you all got to go someplace and like it helps to have it like on a table or something where everybody's on the table and at the head of the table is the guy playing captain guy or gal playing captain and a projector that projects it because what you can do you know one of the things that in, that kind of immerses you in it is that you can say. On main viewer, right? So you can, you can say, Oh, we're picking up, uh, hostels. All right. Put it on the main viewer or put this view on the other viewer or whatever, right? You can look at whatever you want to look at. And that basically just means whoever's running that station clicks a button that, you know, makes that the default screen. Yeah. When I played it, we had three people in Alaska and two people here in Austin. And, um, there was definitely, we quickly found some combos. You need to have those people in the same room together. Even though we had an audio link, uh, you know, for talking to each other, we were using Google Hangouts. There was definitely a few, some of the combos you wanted to have these people in the same room as each other. And some of the, you know, the, okay, what's this? Like engineering and sciences, having that uh, 3,000 miles away wasn't such a big deal. But helm and weapons kind of needed to be really right on top of each other as far as coordination went. So. <laughs> I don't understand. Why was being there so such a big deal? It, I, I, there's, there's, uh, there's no, there, there wasn't any slight audio lag. It's also, you can, uh, it's very clear who's talking to you there, you know, because they're the, uh, you just pick up body language and stuff. Um, it just, it worked better. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying so, you couldn't play it with six people in six different countries. Um, I'm, but I, I, dev- I did find that there were some combos that we tried that didn't work terribly well. Um, like having the, the, uh, weapons and helm at, at, in, in different er- in different rooms or different areas okay. seemed to cause problems. So is this game turn based? Uh, no, it's all real time. So. I I had thought it was turn based, so so could this be that it's just these people not having experience playing a real time game in like the telepresence, you know, team speaky hangout yeah, world? Possibly, I, I'm sure you would get better with practice. I mean, the the a huge part of the game is just coordinating everybody, so the practice would make a huge difference in this game a, a team a, a group of players that have been playing for a long time could have a crappy ship and probably kick the butt of somebody with a, a, a another team that had a real good ship um, and you said this was they, uh based on a board game isn't that right loose, I, well the, the the power allocation aspect of it clearly was dates back to the old 1970s starfleet battles game okay. which has been copied well, many times and it even has a computer game version of starfleet battles that was licensed but which one i played of the, which is why i said 
the ship not having enough power is bullshit. Anyway, go ahead, Steve. Yeah. Bullshit. So one of the big differences between a board game and a computer game is you play a board game and then when you're done, no matter what happens, you pack all the shit back up in the box and it's a full reset. Yep. Does the... Oh, excuse me. Pardon me. Does the computer game feature any sort of um, progress? Do you unlock abilities? Do you advance or progress in any way? Or when the scenario is done, is it a full reset? Uh, I, unfortunately, I, I didn't, I, we were, yeah, I don't know. I didn't play around with it enough. I was not the guy who knew the game and, and the guy who was setting up the scenarios. I, I don't know how, if you just pulled them off of a menu or if we were actually advancing as yeah. we played. When, when I played, it was, it's, it's a full reset. So there's no like experience points and there's no like unlocks or anything. It's just, you can, you can pick the scenario from like a list, right? And it'll say, you know, how many hostels is it or, you know, what, what, whatever the, the thing is that you have to try to beat. And so as you get better at it, you pick more challenging scenarios. I see. So could you do this with four people if there are six stations? So. Uh- I well, would certainly say you probably could play it with four. Uh, you'd 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 be doing it kind of crappy until you got used to it. But I would say you, especially with practice, you could do it with four. And some of the stations you can largely ignore to, and just play a cra- play crappy, but <laughs> yeah, on lower difficulties. It's it's not ideal. So when I so when I played, we had. Um, we had some connectivity issues in our in our little uh, local area network there because we were we it was a hodgepodge of of you know systems computers and operating systems. Some people were on Mac, some people were on PCs, and and uh, so one of the games, like two of the stations, just decided they didn't they didn't want to connect, and so we had to go in and jury rig it to hook. Um, Two, uh, two stations and have them run on the same computer and have the one person do that while the other people were trying to get their computers working again. And, uh, it, that one was not, that game was not anywhere near as smooth as the games that we had played before. And, you know, this was third or fourth game that night. So we all had pretty much had some experience on what the fuck it was we were doing. You know, the first game was sucked ass because nobody knew what the hell they were doing, but, you know, we had kind of gotten into a groove, but now it's like, hey, guess what? Now you get to do two jobs. Like, ah, uh, uh, uh. And uh, so, like, so that was like, you know, when for doing the comms thing, you're like, okay, you know what? We don't need to talk to anybody. It's fine. Fuck it. Fuck it. Shut up. Whatever. Just shoot the phasers and don't worry about the comms. And but like the like the engineer, at least with the older version, the engineer had to stay on top of where the power was going because you you could get in a point where. Like you can see your, yourself on the on the little screen moving, and your turn radius becomes you know two or three AUs because you didn't put enough power to the maneuvering thrusters. And so when they say all right, hard to starboard, it's like yeah, okay, well we'll we'll get there. I think we're turning like two degrees, two degrees <laughs> a second. So that's cool. <laughs> we're we're I, totally right, gonna miss fine. that iceberg space. Yeah, no, 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 no. No, no, no. We won't. We won't fall into that black hole. No, it's cool. It's cool. You uh, just 
hell, uh, engineering, I just, I don't know if you didn't want to fly into that star. Uh, you might want to give me some juice to the thrusters. That's all fuckers. Apply the space uh, brakes. That's totally, that's totally in universe, right? Space oh, brakes? Oh, yeah. Space brakes. Well, Star Wars, or Star Wars, Star Trek had them. It's called dropping out of warp. Space brakes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that warp core up. You, 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 you stop pretty damn fast, relatively speaking. Um, when I was when I was doing engineering, they had uh, you could actually once you found you could find setups for like running warp setups, combat setups, run away. I'm getting my ass kicked setup, oh, and you that's could good slave shit. them to keys. And so you just hit that key, and boom, it immediately reconfigures all your power to that new setup that you'd already preset. Uh, which was fun, though it did tend to, after a bit of that, you kind of said, oh, well, engineering is a lot more, a lot less fun now that I can just use these presets and I don't less actually have to do very required. much. Yeah, I know. Yeah, what the yeah, hell? It's thinking. like I've been playing. What the shit? So, so. Um, you know what? A, 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 you know, a, a half, a, a monkey missing half its brain could be chief engineer. So what the fuck was Jordy LaForge doing all the time? Just waiting for an excuse to roll into that damn door? Yeah. What the fuck? I, I will a- say there was... I never really got it. Engineering also does damage control and moves the mm. damage control teams around the ship. I never really got my head wrapped around how that worked, and I just sort of left damage control on automatic, and we didn't die too many times, so I guess automatic <laughs> works okay. Hey. But <laughs> you know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what Jordy was doing. You know, he's got that visor. It's because he's actually a house DJ, and uh, he was working on his set. <laughs> Jordy was working on his set all day, and the captain would call him up, be like, hey, um, hey, Jordy, you know, we got this problem. Not enough power. And he's like, oh, god damn it, captain. Pauses all his shit, pauses this track, pauses the remixer, <laughs> turns off his microphone, walks over to engineering, changes the preset. That's the best I can do, Captain. Walks back over, turns all the shit back on. <laughs> well, you'll notice Scotty generally was on the bridge during Starship Combat, and Jordy's down in engineering because he's got presets. <laughs> no, they they made it so that Jordy could come up to engineer or come up to the bridge and still look like he was doing some work, right? Jordy had like the perfect boss key. He's like, hey, boss key on the bridge, bloop. Yeah, see, I'm doing shit. Look at this. I got this screen. I push these buttons and shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. You know, if I don't push this button every 22 seconds, you don't get no warp power, Captain. So, uh, you know, don't, don't look back here. Look at the main screen, motherfucker. I, I got, he's good. He's, he's got I'm, a I'm button. playing Galaga. He's got a button already set up for rotate shield frequencies. <laughs> you Phase know what? polarity they button. That. They should have that shit anyway. As often as they do it, that that should be a preset. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, I was actually kind of very impressed with how that, that was one of the things you get to do in sciences, if you're the science officer, is you you scan other people's shields and figure out the, the weak frequencies, but then you have to report that information to the weapons officer so they can adjust their phasers. There's no automatic adjustment. Oh, so, so. that's why weapons and science needs to work together. Okay. So, so okay. You, you, would, you would scan the ship and say, oh, they're frequency gamma they're really low crap at that and so then you the weapons officer would readjust that um they also have a a wider diversity of missiles than just torpedoes they have this type of torpedo that type of torpedo uh which gives you a little more versatility oh don't forget mines yeah oh mines mines are good shit 
That's the that's what you know what our combat strategy was. It was fly past that asshole really fast and drop a mine. Because like the mine is the equivalent of a nuke, so you can just say uh, "fuck your face" and then you fly away at warp, and they just blow up because there's nothing you can do about it. You're like ah, I don't have to get close or shoot phasers or missiles. Ah, fuck that. I'm gonna drop a nuke on them. That's that was so we're in space. I, I got no another question. Out. Diplomacy yeah. is out, right? This is combat. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck that. I ain't here to talk. <laughs> now, I, I, I did. I never really got into trying it, but in their communications, you could call for other ships to surrender. You could also go to other ships to attack you, um, and just send insults. Um, and so I wasn't sure how much game effect any of that had, or if it was more of a style thing. But well, it seems to me like in both of your cases, whoever was playing communications. Kind of got the shit end of the stick. Yeah. Well, there well, was only five of us, so whoever was doing comms also got to do something fun. So. <laughs> well, okay. So I'll say this. Uh, so when we played, it was there were um, three setups actually all in the same house, and so when you have that many, you can set up you know six people as one ship and another six people as another ship, and then they can uh, collaborate on whatever the scenario is. And, uh. and so, so at that point, when you do that, then the comms officer has more to do, right? They can say, you know, we can coordinate attacks, you know, you tell the other ship that we're going to go attack, you know, this person over here and they should go attack this person over there. Or you can call for assistance if you're getting your oh, ass that's interesting. So, yeah, so there was that. So, so when our com when our comms went down, we were basically like, well, fuck it. Those guys are on their own because we can't talk to them. So we'll just fight this thing on our own uh, without it. Um, Make sure I understand, right? So each each group of six is their own ship. Is their and own you can ship, have yeah. multi-ship scenarios. Right. Well, that's pretty fucking cool right there. Well, yeah. Can you have so yeah, a red team and a blue team? Uh, and do a versus type of thing? Yeah. I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't running it. I was basically it it was the first time I had ever played, so I just showed up and plugged in. So I don't I don't know the extent of what the options are. I would that assume would I mean it would be very easy for the game to be I would assume they would allow it, uh that, that the game could be set up so you could fire on, on the other ship if you wanted. I, I don't You'd almost, uh, it would be very easy given that you've already set up all the programming for how ships take damage and how ships shoot at other ships to include that. So, why would they not have that option? Well, well yeah, our, in the our Star problem Trek was everybody universe, was in the same room. Yeah, there's that, but not necessarily <laughs> if you're playing well, on Steam. True, um, true. Uh, do in, in the Star Trek universe, not all of the factions have the same capabilities and operate under the same rules of engagement is that a factor in the game or are all the ships basically the same i know that different bad guys had different stats and capabilities the 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 npcs the computer generated foes that you fought they would have different capabilities can you pick? But, ter- I, I I'm not sure if you could pick a different starship or not, or if you just had one type of starship that you played. So we had uh, we had two different starships, so they had oh, different okay. stats. But it was like they were both, you know, quote unquote Federation starships, right? So those were all that all that stuff was similar, but you know, one was a little bit bigger, the other one was a little bit faster. 
um, you know, stuff like that. But it, so it's not that it's just the one ship. And I don't know how, how much detail they do, but like Brian said, it wouldn't be hard to, you know, tweak some stats on some stuff, you know, do like a Borderlands with a weapon and just kind of randomize some things and say, well, here you go. This is try this. So, and do you get the impression that you're on one of the fleet or you're on like the flagship? Is there any uh, distinction there? There's not really a distinction on that, which I don't, I don't think you would get that from like, I don't even think you'd get that in, in the Star Trek universe. Cause all you get to see is your console and all the consoles are the same, right? So you get the feel of you're being on the flagship by when you look around is the, you know, are there scuff marks on the fucking wall or, you know, are they using like, is there like an eight track in the wall back there? And that's how we listen to tunes or, you know, shit like that. So this um, is a dookie hut. No fapping. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Is there trash on the ground and shit? Is the lights flicker when you walk in? Do the roaches run away when you turn your console on? I mean, you know, you know, not everybody gets to be on the clean ship. <laughs> you warm up the transporter pad and fucking roaches scurry. You're like, oh, shit. You ever walk into 10 forward, the fucking rat hisses at you before it runs away? <laughs> if, anyone, if anyone teleports it from your ship, critters fall with them. You're like, oh, God. <laughs> There's like oh, flies in the, in the air with them. <laughs> yeah. Like it materializes and then flies or start flying around. Like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. We didn't have the, flies on our ship. Son the of a air bitch. that gets transferred inside their lungs and things like that is <laughs> is a different shade. You're like, oh, Jesus. What, are they smoking in there? Oh, no. Somebody, why, why do you ask? When you beam in, it smells like a fart. You're like, oh, son of a bitch. You guys don't have filters on your fucking ship? Where did you come from? Oh, we had a little biological contaminant in the air system. What does that mean? You know, the Romulan ale was a little off. People got blind. Little yakking in the Jeffries tubes. Oh, God. Oh, jeez. When you beam in, do you slip slip on the puke that's already on the transporter pad? You're like, oh, God. <laughs> Tripping over frat boys and drunk sorority chicks on the way down to the turbo lift. I always, thought, I always thought People it would be great to, if you had... <laughs> People go to com badge parties where you just drop your badge in the bowl and that's who you're going home with. Computer, I always, who am I fucking tonight? <laughs> I always wanted to have a scene which opens with the camera panning along the walls of the bridge, showing everyone in their uniform and everything all proper and prim, and then it gets to that guy, and he's got one of those beaded taxicab driver things over his chair. And there's like Dorito bags empty uh, laying on the floor, and he's got like a, a cup holder wired into hey, the console hey. to hold his. <laughs> if your captain's chair has a cup holder, you might be a redneck of Starfleet. <laughs> and there's like a potted plant or something attached on the console, <laughs> <with> flowers. 
It's personalize your workstations. Yeah, Whenever he yeah, comes exactly. on his duty station, he's got like a little hula girl that he like <laughs> you know, suction cups onto the side of the thing. Oh my god, that was amazing! <laughs> like, oh, oh, all right. Lieutenant Fuckup is on the job today. All right, no, that's cool. That's cool. If it's, someone has we, changed we in your station, <laughs> if someone has changed your station to be a high contrast color scheme with an old English font. You might be, you might be on a a redneck starship. Somebody comes to the helm station and like it's the color scheme is all fucked up and it's got like it instead of the beep when you type stuff in it like meows at you and shit and there's like a little <laughs> virtual cat that's chasing a ball. No, no, no! This, I feel better at my workstation. This feels homey here. Screen screensavers. <laughs> Screensavers yeah, with, with dancing Orion girls in us. Yeah. Those those uh those those stripper screensavers on your desktop. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, you know, just random Klingons just stripping for no good reason, and you're like, hey, hey, this is what I'm into. <laughs> if the engineer house DJ slash house DJ in on your ship has control of the red alert and uses it as part of his beat, you might be not on the flagship. Okay. I, I really want to see a scene where they go into main engineering on the Enterprise D and it's it's a fucking full on rave. The light red blue lights are spinning and there's glow sticks. Warp course. And- Pulsing. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I, the work course pulsing to the beat, right? Boom, boom, <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And everybody's just dancing like, hey, Cat, what's up? <laughs> Captain, I noticed actually- if I uh, rotate the shield frequencies and the inertial dampeners at the same time, I can get I can get one nacelle off. Just tilt the ship. <laughs> I got the front and the back and the side and side. <laughs> the hydraulicing in the space. <laughs> You, you know what we've just described, right? It's a uh, it's soul plane, it but for Star plane. Trek. <laughs> the fucking deflector plane. dish has a spinner on it. <laughs> oh <laughs> <Holy> shit! <laughs> Saucer section is all blinged out. This guy's all chromed up. <laughs> oh god! There's a, when, there is when, actually a um. Uh, a, a robot chicken skit about the night crew on Picard's Enterprise the, and the parties mm-hmm. they get up to. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, wow. Well. It's a fucking dance club in the hallways. Oh, yeah. This is great, man. Don't worry about this. Oh, the only wow. ship in the fleet to have chrome and big glitter metallic paint on the outside. <laughs> Oh, I want to see it. I want that to be real. Somebody please N- make that. Even if it's NCC- just a picture. NCC 1702. What's up, bitches? Like, just written in calligraphy on the, on the saucer <laughs> section. Spray painted on there. <laughs> I actually played in a Star Trek role-playing game where they, they painted, uh, they did uh, nose art on the ship, on their starship. So, mm. so there were like... Shark teeth 
painted on the side of the torpedo launchers on either side, Let's and then had a, a, a Orion slave girl riding a rocket on the nacelle, on the, painted <laughs> on the side of the nacelles. So it was all like that World War II nose art, airplane nose art stuff going on. And it like actually tw- was a serious Star Trek game, but... <laughs> 27 Orion slave girls, like, on the side. Like, oh yeah, no, 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 we've, we've seen a lot of combat, alright? We've killed a lot of ships. No, but they didn't do that, but they did have silhouettes of every gem Hadar fighter they destroyed in the Dominion oh, War painted nice. on the outside of the ship. Nice! I keep behind that, actually. No, all these little beetle silhouettes. So, yeah. I don't. I want that to be real. I hey, want that. you know what? There is a fan community out there that can do that. I know somebody can. And I would like to ask them to do that. Um... Well, so we're coming up on the end of this episode. Anything anything else you want to say about Arnimus there, Brian? Uh, I thought it was great fun, and anyone who's ever wanted to command a starship or wanted to play a game where, you know, teamwork is an, uh, is an essential thing, but everybody's doing something kind of different. It's not just all these guys with guns and you've got to coordinate your battle plan, but you're all trying to do a different part of the same puzzle. I, I thought that was very clever, and I would probably find this game interesting and enjoyable, even if it wasn't tied in with Star Trek, uh, which it's not. It's not licensed. It's not a Star Trek game at all, we swear. So, <laughs> um, And I, I guess I will close with my, uh, my Artemis anecdote, which is, you know, when I played the first time, like, I started as, like, a station or whatever, and then after a couple times, you wrote, like, everybody rotated what station they were on after each game. And so I ended up being the captain. And every, all the captains before me were saying, you know, set heading 182 and, you know, speed or whatever. And I was like, why are you micromanaging this person? Just say, so when I got up there, I was like, hey, just head towards that alien ship, right? And at first, the guy that was on the helm kind of looked at me funny, and he's like, oh, okay, all right. So he just he just went ahead and did it. I had not done helm yet, and when it was my turn to do helm, what I realized is, when I was saying, hey, just go towards the starbase or go towards that ship, um, I could see it on the main screen when I was captain, because I was captain, but when you're the helm officer, you can't see anything else. So you don't know where anything is. So what I'm saying, just drive to the fucking starbase. Instead of that guy saying, hey, Captain, you're a dumbass. Tell me which way to fucking go. He just figured it out. He, like, logged onto some other screen so he could this, see it. He, like, he hacked guy. another station so he could see oh, it. So what I'm doing, huh. I was like, oh, hey, don't shit. Don't worry, nope. Captain. All right, I'll do it. This son of a bitch. Yeah. So when I was there, I was like, oh, fuck. You know what? Uh, you just got promoted. <laughs> <laughs> and so my yeah. takeaway is now I see why they say do every job before you put yourself in charge of anything so that you don't find yourself being an asshole saying hey <laughs> why don't you just find the fucking fighter and let's go attack it I, I can't see anything asshole all I have is a little button that says 360 degrees and uh, and the throttle that's all I got I don't know where anything is <laughs> It, it, when we played it, it was the science officer's job to give specific uh, directional coordinates to the helmsman. The captain would just say general things like head to this star base or head to target Alpha or something. But uh, the science officer would then relay the specific coordinates needed, you know, or what the information. <laughs> I like, so the I really like that, Patrick, you were like, hmm, 
I don't want to be the guy that has to tell everyone where to put their dick on this starship. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to take the softer approach. Everyone will get along a lot. But what do you mean? What's that? You don't know where the fuck we're going, huh? Okay. <laughs> but, but you don't understand, Captain. I can't feel my dick. So I'm really going to need you to put it somewhere. And I was like, uh, no. I was like, hey, why am I micromanaging these people? I, mean, I trust my crew. <laughs> but you are the only one it. that knows which of the dick slots are electrified and which aren't. So your crew would really appreciate you passing yeah. that information along. <laughs> uh, apparently, they don't just that information isn't just available to everybody. What the fuck kind of organization so doesn't good. tell you which glory hole isn't electrified? I mean, yeah, well, what the that- fuck? <laughs> That's how you get to be captain. You have the holder of the sacred information. <laughs> right. Nobody messes with Benson, you because they don't want to lose that, that info. <laughs> Didn't work out, like, huh? How did that guy ever get to be captain? He, he's a shitty-ass captain. Yeah, but he ain't got no burn marks on his dick. So <laughs> that's pretty much how this works. True enough. True enough. Well, oh, wow. if you'd like to see how the rest of this works... We have a website set up. It's scifishow.net. And from there, you can find all of the wonderful things that you would expect. From the show notes for this episode to any visual references that we might or might not have. Maybe because I fucked up recently. Or <laughs> links to all of the ways you can subscribe uh, all the ways you can subscribe to this podcast. You can write us a review on the iTunes podcast store it's not really a store because the show is and shall be always free thank you for downloading listening and subscribing to the sci fidelity podcast we appreciate it until next time i'm steve this is patrick this is brian scotty i need warp speed in two minutes or we're all dead see ya i I don't have anything to say to that i just i don't i don't it's stuck